Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. .com slash MVP's bonus points for details. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Blake in the corner, one second. Arkansas is not going to attempt a shot. Doesn't really matter at this point. Hey, this one was over early. Give UConn credit. Arkansas never really a threat. Never led. UConn led by as many as 29. The season ends tonight. Arkansas season is over. UConn advances. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Coverage of the 2023 NCAA Tournament live from Las Vegas is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, the Meat People, and Saracen Casino Resort, Saracen Casino, and the Bet Saracen Sports Wagering App. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors live from Las Vegas here for the Sweet 16, which unfortunately that's all it had happening for Arkansas, but still a fun time nonetheless. we got Joe Franklin and Justin Acre out at Twin Peaks in Little Rock. got Todd Pierce in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today, and thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. I know it's been a lot of reactions to... Yesterday or last night's game, depending on which time zone you're in for the Arkansas Razorbacks, is it's officially coming to an end in the Sweet 16 in a season that uh, a lot of people expected a lot more. But still, going to the Sweet 16 is nothing to be ashamed of, even though uh, UConn definitely put it to Arkansas completely and totally dominantly in uh, just every facet of the game. And we'll talk about that as well as a lot more as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Oddline. And welcome in our guy, Steve Sullivan of KATV. And Steve, as always, appreciate you joining us. I wish uh, we had you on to talk a little about a little bit more fun and going to the Elite Eight. But, hey, it was uh, still, uh, still a pretty good run in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I just can't remember getting thumped like that. It's hard to get over. Uh, you know, I think we forgot about all our flaws when we beat Kansas and it made that run to Illinois. You kind of forget about, you know, the team we were and who we are. And I think Connecticut kind of, you know, exposed all our weaknesses yesterday. It was, a, you know, a, kind of a sad reality to end the season on, but it was a great run. Sully, John rallied after uh, losing his check on uh, Arkansas at the blackjack table. I saw you tweet out the other day that you were, struggling a bit at the various casinos yourself. Did you rally last night after the game? Well, I, I stayed for both games and decided not to gamble yesterday, so I will be back today. <laughs> we'll call that a winner. Call that a winner. When are you, when are you getting back? Are you, did you have trouble getting back? I'm getting like back, I'm getting back uh, uh, Sunday morning. Okay. Yeah, well, so yeah I and am, you'll uh, be able to take in the games tomorrow. That'd be good. Yeah, and I saw the game. You know, it was a great environment to that game because that's why our game was kind of scattered seating because it was this was the um, outside of Razorback fans dominated the regional, but that that atmosphere for that second game, just, if you were there, was crazy. I mean, great Gonzaga turnout, uh, great UCLA turnout, and most of the Arkansas fans stuck around and watched that game. So it was a you know just a, a fun environment and a great game that second game. Well, Sully, I know that uh, there's a, a lot of things to reflect upon in this past year, and the game, unfortunately, just uh, was not even close. But I think the ultimate question is, is how do you reflect on this season? How, how, how would you look at it? How do you define it? What are you going to remember by it? Because it's definitely been one of the more unique years in Razorback basketball that I can remember. Yeah, you know, uh, I learned one thing. Never underestimate Moss. <laughs> you know, I mean... Uh, 
I, I think a lot of people gave them, you know, very little chance to beat Kansas, but, you know, get that win and get this team that was so inconsistent throughout the season. And that was really their DNA, but they couldn't put a couple of games together. And, and they get to the Sweet 16. But, you know, one, one overlying factor I saw with this team, and I think as far as if you want to make a real deep run, you've got to be more dynamic offensively. I mean, we went on some runs during the season, but, you know, you didn't see those. 16-0 to runs. We knocked down multiple threes. We just weren't very dynamic offensively. And, you know, and it felt like a just a huge hill to climb yesterday. I mean, we were, you know, we had such a, a good little 10-0 run, and I felt really good. Look at the score, and we're still down 19. <laughs> you know? and, and we just didn't have, you know, when you looked at Connecticut, and you looked at how many different players look good shooting their threes, look confident. And then we had a moment. It's nothing. I love Jordan Walls, but we're down 25, and we swing it. And he's wide open, and I think 17,000 people in that arena thought he was going to shoot the three, passed it up. But that's just where we are at confidence level, shooting three pointers. And you know, we recruited a lot of great athletes and a lot of great defensive players. But you know, Nolan always said, you know, he'd never be caught without a shooter, and that's why I recruited guys like Pat Bradley and Al Billis. Cannon Whitby, you know, guys that could, you know, uh, stretch that defense. We didn't have a guy. You know, I, I look at that Gonzaga play at the end of the game where they ran the little handoff for the guy to shoot the three. Well, who would that be for us? You know, we did not have that knockdown guy. And, um, you know, and you can't score like we scored. It was almost anemic our offense yesterday and expect to go a long way in, in the tournament. Yeah, D- Devo got exponentially better as the year went on, and he's become a legitimate threat. There's no telling what if he comes back for his last year, which we expect him to, what he'll look like, and maybe he can be that guy in the high 30s um, that UConn had yesterday. And and Sully, don't you think if Nick had played all year, he would have been a more consistent, deadly threat? He hit a couple of threes yesterday. I got to think if he plays all year and gets a few more games under his belt, he's probably a guy that maybe would have been. We, he showed it early in the season. Yeah, we never saw the high draft pick potential that we had and that we thought we had Nick Smith and yeah that him starting late uh I think he getting thrown in at such a critical time uh, uh, just you know hurt his development probably and uh, and he that hurt us but he was never that guy when you looked on the floor and said wow you know he's that he's that top draft pick and never had that game you know he had the game-winning shot against Auburn but he never had that game we thought wow you know, that's the guy. And when we needed it in the NCAA tourney, and I thought yesterday when he started so well, but there were a couple of plays that were real disturbing. I mean, it was Anthony Black after a steal, you know, passes it to Nick, and then he throws it the other way. I mean, then you had, or Devo, and threw it the other way. And then you had uh, another time Nick Smith had the advantage, you know, and he passes and he turns it over. It was just, uh, you know, we, we weren't confident. And, and that kind of bothered me as far as, you know, they were on the attack. And, uh, you know, they said something. Hurley said something after the game where he said, you know, we wanted to smack them early because, we you know, we thought a 13-loss team might fracture. And um, and they hit us, and we really couldn't respond. And I don't know, you know, I, I thought it was just a, a, a surprising matchup because I didn't anticipate Connecticut would be that much better than us. We know, that this roster is gonna ch- Go ahead. we know this roster is going to change, and coming into this season, the adjustment was made to get bigger in sight based off of what happened last year. So what's, what's next? How, how should this roster be con- uh, how, how should it be constructed moving forward to make this roster better altogether? Well, you know, I think one thing that's been one glaring weakness, you know, since you know, must has started. We really haven't been a good three-point shooting team, which is kind of surprising because we thought when Must was hired, we'd have a team that shot a lot of threes, shot a lot of layups, similar to Alabama. But Alabama's kind of that model that you want to be, I think. A team that's dynamic from three-point range and attacks the hoop. And I think we're going to be, you know, if you ask the average fan, they want guys that can shoot. You know, let's get some guys that can shoot, not just, you know, athletes. And, um, you know, I thought Anthony Black was incredible this year. You know, uh, I, I don't think you could have a better um, freshman point guard in America to get a guy like that on your team. But, you know, we just didn't have enough weapons. 
that could just, and Musk talks about guys who rise up over you, hit the three. We don't have that guy. And, you know, we, you know, and he's great at finding guys. And, and so, <laughs> and he's done amazing when you talk, you know, back to back elite eights in the Sweet 16. But if you look at the DNA of the teams that go all the way, um, and look at, and look at the Alabama t- the team this year that had such a great year, they were so dynamic. I think of that game and Bud Walton, where we played them so well. And bang, bang, bang. I hate to use that with Alabama. But with the three straight threes, and the game was over, a close game. And I thought, could we do that? And I said, no, we couldn't do that. I can't remember a time when we hit back-to-back threes this season. And uh, I think you need to be – that three-pointer has to be a weapon. And uh, it hasn't been for Arkansas. It's me with Steve Sullivan of KATV here on the Jones & Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Outline. Steve, I think a player that, uh, in particular, people are kind of looking and waiting and seeing is a Jordan Walsh, where he was a five-star coming out of high school, McDonald's All-American, definitely didn't look like it at times in the regular season, but did have times, like in the NCAA tournament, going up against Kansas, where he looked really great. The question becomes, especially with the audio that we had from last night and kind of alluding to the fact that maybe he's coming back, do you think he should come back, or if he does come back, what does what does need to be added to his game? What type of player does he need to become a little bit more for Arkansas? I just think a little more confident offensively. He'd be a great guy to come back. I can't think of a better teammate. I mean, he's 6'7". He's a man athletically. He has an incredible motor. He's eager to learn. I just think in offseason, you know, he's going to work on his shot, get more confident, and... Uh, he could be a guy that makes a huge jump. And I think that's a guy Musk would love to, you know, shape his roster around, a guy like Walsh coming back. You know, I think a loss like this, too, changes Musk's thinking as far as what kind of roster he needs going forward. You know, and the great importer may be the great exporter. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know what this day and age of college basketball, what this roster is going to look like, especially with Musk. You know, uh, next season we tip it off. So, like, when looking at this roster, is there a player that you can say this player will definitely be back? <laughs> you know, I even look at Devo, and can anybody last four years with Musk? I mean, that, that would be a, four years with Musk would be a, a record, you know. And uh, I, you can't say one guy that, you know, you think definitely is going to be back. I mean, that's – and that's the that's – the, you know, the climate we live in, and it's kind of sad in a way. And, you know, and, and the, the one big plus, uh, if you're a Ricky Counselor or someone like that, unless you had a miserable experience with the coaching staff, could you have a better fan base? I mean, this turnout, and John will tell you, I mean, it was incredible at T-Mobile Arena. I, I was just stunned at how many Razorback fans made the trip, and it's not easy. I don't care where you come from. I drove to Dallas. A lot of people did that. And... um you know, people in Fayetteville drove to Tulsa. I mean, Razorback fans, I mean, and, and this is a closer regional for UCLA. And, you know, you would think the West School, so it's not that close for Gonzaga. You think it would be, but um, just the in- incredible turnout and the passion of Razorback fans. Uh, you know, you think you, this is the place you'd want to land. And, and, and Council had a year where he he definitely stepped up in a big way from where he was the year before. So he's taking the next step, too, and, and with Muss and kind of what he's been through this year. I thought it was really fascinating where you saw in his first Elite Eight run, man, it seemed everything was sunshine and rainbows. And even uh, last year, too, uh, they they all had their struggles, but it seemed like the result was great, the, 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 the attitude was great, the mood was great. But to me, this year, man, I know there were struggles, but it seemed like this, this year took a toll on Muss, And it just makes me wonder if he's going to – maybe learn something from this year where he's not going to go and get particular players of particular backgrounds or have particular calibers or anything like that. It seems like this year was something that he doesn't ever want to go through again and maybe make some severe changes. Yeah, what a great point. What a great point. I I don't think he'll ever (laughs) recruit six freshmen again. You know, and, um, you know, he, 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 remember he said coming in, I compare, um, high school players to draft picks and portal players to free agents. And he had been, 
early in his career, a guy who depended more on free agents. Even the, um, even, you know, if you look at Vegas and even early in Arkansas, I mean, he was having success with those uh, transfer guys. And, but the lure of the in-state guys, uh, Nick, Darian Ford, Pinion, we hadn't had a class like that. And then, you know, you get Walsh, you get Anthony Black, and and I think he thought those freshmen weren't going to be like your normal freshmen. But in the end, you know, I think he, if you ask him, uh, he'll probably tell you, I'm never doing this again. You know, I'm going to go back to what made me successful, and that was winning in the portal. And um, uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, the way he approaches it, but he's going to change. This guy's not going to put up another eight, ten conferences. And I mean, you know, as much as we'll sell it as a positive because we we made um, you know Sweet Sixteen, there's a lot of drama probably behind the scenes. And, uh, and we know how much <laughs> John knows. We watch every press conference. This guy dies with every conference loss, and to have a whole season of that. And then to end the season with a thump like this. This was a thump. It was a beatdown. And uh, yeah, he's not going to sit still on that. He'll 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 he's going to go back to what made him successful. It was a difference for him this year, as far as having so many highly recruited players. But going back to the days in Nevada, he had a a five star player on the team and. You would think a place like Nevada, that's rare that you're going to be able to get a five-star. Had a five-star on the team, and he pretty much he treated them like he was a, a rookie, you know, thinking about NBA players. He treated them like that. He was a five-star, and he didn't play very much. So this was a different form, difference for him this year with having so many of those type players. Yeah, and I would think, you know, recruiting, if I was a high school, fresh, high school stud moving in, I don't know if I'd want to, you know, necessarily Arkansas be my first choice when I looked, you know, although Anthony Black, and one thing about played a lot, and Jordan Walsh played a lot, and Nick Smith, when he was healthy, played a lot, but um, he's the type of guy that plays the best people. He isn't about developing, you know, the, the freshmen for next year. He's playing the guys um, that can win in games, and he, you know, if he, wants to, if he has to play all portal players, he's going to play all portal players. And um, I noticed when we went to Simmons Bank Arena, I thought he would play, you know, put forward and pinion in early when we were way up, but he didn't care. He just was making this team better. I mean, that's all he cares. And uh, it's just going to be interesting because I think, you, you know, that was a great question too. Could you say, can you name anyone that you are sure is coming back? And that's wild that we're even asking that question. But but with Coach Musk and the current environment and the way we ended the season and the season we had, all bets are off. Yeah, it's been a crazy, weird time, especially with Musk and knowing how he's such a tactician and, and with his roster management, how he goes about it. Like, like Sully, I was thinking if he could get Walsh back and then maybe Brazil back would be great, and then Devo uh, coming back too. And, you know, maybe if he keeps one of those freshmen and, and all that. It's just funny to me that four players could be like the greatest turnover he's ever had at Arkansas because it's always new teams. So if he's able to keep four of these guys, maybe five of these guys, if he wants to keep that many, uh, that would be an incredible feat considering how most of the time it's just two or three guys at the most. I think you're thinking like Musk right here. You've been around a while, but I, I think Trevor <laughs> Brazil is the, is the most intriguing piece. I mean, because he was such a freak and, and, and such a tremendous upside. You know, we'd hate to invest all this offseason on him and, you know, and him, you know, take a flyer on the NBA or go somewhere else. And I think he's the guy. But if you could get those four or five, I think Musk would be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I, I think people from the outside, uh, if, if you watch Musk closely, I mean, these losses tear him up. And to go eight and ten, he, he publicly will never say that eight and ten was not a success. Or you know, he kept saying it was schedule and the close games. But that guy doesn't want to go eight and ten in any league at any time. You know, and getting thumped like he got thumped in the national spotlight in the Sweet Sixteen, that's going to stick with him. You know, and uh, you're going to see a highly motivated Mustang now. 
mean, he got beat down in that game. And, um, and you know, we haven't seen that much under Musk because they're still competitive. And um, and I don't ever remember seeing it. You know, I made my memories bad, but I never remember seeing it in the tournament with the Nolan team when they were rolling that they just got obliterated like that. And that's going to stick with Musk. Yeah. Uh, Sully, it's baseball season now, so let's turn the page, shall we? Come on. 1-1, one, one, Arkansas and LSU right now. Big weekend for them. And, by the way, they're not going to finish 10th in the league in baseball. That's safe to say. 19-2, and two, pretty darn good start. With the pitching issues from a health standpoint, now they're doing the hybrid thing with Hagen Smith, who gave up the home run to uh, tie the game, although he's pitched really well, even in this new role. What, what's your level of optimism with the baseball team? Well, I'm walking the hallway. I just stepped away from the hog game, and I can't believe it's one-to-one. I left it with one-nothing. <laughs> Sorry. You better get back in there. Yeah. I, hey, I have been fascinated at the fact that, you know, uh, he values the end of game so much that he's pitching Hagen Smith at the end of game. And I trust Van Horn. And, uh, and this lineup has surprised me. You talk about bringing in a lot of players. I mean, they, they replaced about their whole lineup. And this conference is brutal. This guy started for LSU today. My God. Yeah. <laughs> well, then they bring in a reliever who's throwing 99. It's sick. I mean, they're... I know. Yeah, I mean it's a. Um, I, I just think he's done a great job of bringing in people like Jared Wagner, does. and uh, you know, and Josenberger's getting his feet up under him. Yep. He's, he's playing better, and uh, I think you know the, the baseball conference. This is you know you talk baseball. I mean, even when you're good, it, it, it's tough to have a, a great season in this conference. I mean, like I take going into the series one out of three against LSU at their place you know and um, yeah. Yeah, and we'll see we gotta win this this is the game we gotta get right here and we got them 1-1 one, one. gonna be an important one Sully we appreciate it man have a great weekend alright alright thank you guys and uh, John are you already back or what's your where are you at Oh, don't worry, Sully. I'm going to be in. I'm in Vegas now. I'll be back you on Monday. Have we'll have more about coming Sports up. Wager app. Download it today from the app stores or go to betsaracen.com. Betsaracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Sports Center. Arkansas's basketball season is over as they fell to UConn last night, 88 to 65, in a game that was never really close. Afterwards, Coach Eric Musman recapped the game. Give UConn a ton of credit. Thought from the opening tip, they came out with a, a great sense of urgency. They cut hard. They crashed the offensive boards. They did a great job of rebounding the ball for the entire 40 minutes. And uncharacteristically, we, we did not defend at the level that we have for, for most of the year. Arkansas now heads into another offseason that will be very active in the transfer portal. The current recruiting class features five-star center Bayfall and five-star point guard Layden Blocker. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Relate Care in Sherwood is having a job fair Wednesday, March 29th. Relate Care is hiring RNs who can work from home along with patient service representatives. Stop by their job fair March 29th from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. in Sherwood at the Wildwood Center Medical Towers. Little Rock Water Reclamation Authority celebrates five years of recognizing remarkable women. In honor of Women's History Month, they're celebrating more women who lead the way in protecting public health and the environment. By supporting the advancement of women in their careers, LRWRA is a real-life example of what women can do when given the opportunity. Help the Little Rock Water Reclamation Authority celebrate Amber, a leader in their procurement department who directs strategic planning activities and ensures compliance with all laws and state guidelines. Help them celebrate Sarita, who implements communication strategies to reach more than 70,000 homes and businesses across Little Rock. Finally, they're celebrating Connie, who's responsible for data management from various labs to monitor the plant processes, in addition to monitoring access to the Adamsfield Water Reclamation Facility. LRWRA recognizes these women and the work they do to enhance the award-winning utility, improve the water reclamation processes, and help our city thrive. Learn more about the Little Rock Water Reclamation Authority and this year's Women of Water at lrwra.com forward slash wow. That's LRWRA.com slash W-O-W. 
We've been trying to reach you about the extended warranty on the car you haven't owned for six years. Are you tired of these calls? Ever wonder how they started? There's a good chance when you bought that car, the dealer sold your info to a third party. Things aren't that way at Watney Buick GMC. Protecting your privacy is just one of our promises to you. You'll even get it in writing. Right now, take advantage of 2.9% on Sierra 1500. Equipped with the new Duramax engine. With more available torque and better mileage than the 5.3. New Buicks with no payments for 90 days. Watney Buick GMC. Great rates, delayed payments, and no robocalls. Hello? Your extended warranty is about to expire. Take me off your list. I'm trading at Guatney. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for life. All offers with approved credit. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards. Located at West Pass, Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. Yep, that's the sounds of all my friends and another great deck party of mine. And what do you not hear? That's right, no mosquitoes. That's because Sanders Ground Essential provides me with a monthly mosquito barrier spray. Call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it in to Kamani. Back to Black. Vegas, baby! Vegas, baby! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Vegas, baby! The Razorbacks! For the third straight year, are headed to the Sweet 16! On 103.7 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas' favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. College basketball, XFL, boxing, MMA, it's all there on the Bet Saracen app. Great in game wagering. They have flash betting and uh, prop bets. They have it all there at Bet Saracen. So that's where you want to be if you want to get the best wagering you can possible with these games tonight. Alabama, seven and a half point favorite over San Diego State. Houston, also a seven and a half point favorite over Miami. And Creighton is by far the biggest favorite, ten and a half over Princeton. And then Texas is a four and a half point favorite over Xavier. For the most accurate, up to date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store, download the Bet Saracen app, or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of how to play featuring Jancy Sheets. Coverage of the 2023 NCAA Tournament live from Las Vegas is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and Saracen Casino Resort, Saracen Casino, and the Bet Saracen Sports Wagering app. It's out of bounds. I'm here in Vegas with the guys over there at Twin Peaks in Little Rock. going to be out there till 4 o'clock this afternoon. What's the vibes like over there, guys? I kind of wish I was there with you. As much as I love Vegas, seems like you guys are having uh, a pretty good time there as well. John, the beer is at 27.7 degrees right now, and I am really waiting for 4 o'clock to roll around <laughs> so I can get into one or two. And uh, I would say things are just lovely on this Friday. We've got the Razorback baseball game on the TV. You got basketball tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, and of course the UFC card tomorrow. And I don't know about the main event much, but I do know Holly Holm is back in the octagon for the first time in eight, nine months, Joe. And uh, she's had an up and down career since she knocked Ronda Rousey off her perch, but uh, should be worth the price of admission, I assume, still. Always. And Twin Peaks is always a place to watch for the combat sports, not only UFC and MMA, but boxing. And there's going to be a great fight tomorrow night with David Benavidez taking on Caleb Plant. You saw Creed 3, right? I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it? No, okay, I need to. So, so Benavidez, his brother, actually is playing in Creed 3. Okay. He's a boxer also. Not a heavyweight. He's playing a heavyweight in, in the movie. But, uh, yeah, so there's the connection there. But 
Should be a good fight tomorrow night. Super middleweight championship on the line. Uh, Razorback baseball, I'm sure you guys already talked about it too, going to a doubleheader tomorrow. No baseball on Sunday, so I'm sure that'll be on as well. And Hogs in the bottom of the ninth right now and trying to force extra innings in a 1-1 ball game. Hagan Smith gave up a solo shot earlier and Arkansas scored a run early in the game and had a lead through most of it, but uh, hopefully they can pull this one out. It'd be a good one to steal. And Again, you beat that starter. That that dude is ridiculous. Their star, and then their reliever, John. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it while you're doing the show, but kids up there throwing 99 miles an hour as a reliever. I mean, it's sickening what LSU's got. And then their starter tomorrow is like a .80 ERA guy too. So I mean, they've got some just nasty dudes on the mound. They're number one for a yeah. reason. Yeah, I was I was looking at uh, just watching the game and everything, and you know, you knew going into this game is going to be, hey, if, if Arkansas's pitching can be solid, and if they can get some. Just a couple runs here and there, you can feel like you can get out of the window. The pitching's been great for Arkansas, but the problem is LSU's has been great. They have five, 15 strikeouts for LSU so far wow. in this one. So uh, if, if Arkansas is going to try to win this one, it's going to have to go to extras. But uh, they do have two outs already, so uh, just one more out and end up uh, going to extra innings there too. But isn't that crazy what Dave Van Horn and just – I know you, you guys talked about in the zone and we talked about it too. Hagen Smith and, and just taking him out of that ace role. I know that mm-hmm. it's probably been done before in other places, but I can't remember a time at Arkansas where, under Dave Van Horn at least, you had a guy, bona fide ace, doing great as the ace, starting the year, throwing gas, all of that, have some injuries and say, you know what, I'm going to take him out. Even though he's been awesome at ace, at the ace, I'm going to take him out, I'm going to put him in a completely different role, going to roll the dice, and now it's been working out perfectly. I mean, that's, to me, an incredible move, and that's why he's one of the best coaches in the country, but... Uh, it's certainly paying off today as uh, you got to see Hunter Holland, who was the day three starter, coming in here and doing what he did against LSU and Hagen Smith coming in too. Got to get the runs mm-hmm. with him, but what a what a crazy, crazy decision that in, has ended up paying off for DBH. Yeah, I think Holland went five and a third, and now Hagen Smith is absolutely throwing gas. He's got them on their heels in a big way. Struck out the last couple of guys in the inning. He just phenomenal finish to the bottom of the ninth, so we're going to extras here. In Baton Rouge, you know, Wes is down there this weekend for spring break, and so he's at the game okay. today, and he'll be at the games tomorrow. So pretty pretty good way to spend the weekend. I, I think he's going to both tomorrow. He's planning on playing some golf, so I don't know what his schedule is going to be. but It may have changed now. Yeah, no doubt. I'd love to be down there uh, for this series. It'll be a lot of fun. Man, so what, say, wait, he went to Baton Rouge for spring break? Well, his in-laws, his his wife's family was down there, so they're going down there quite a bit, and he's been down there a lot. Ah. And, so uh, they were planning on going anyway, and it wasn't scheduled, I don't think, necessarily around the LSU-Arkansas series, but a pretty cool deal to have one versus three or one versus four or one versus five, depending on what pool you're looking Easy at. Easy to but, make it work. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, always got to look at whatever's the highest ranking is always the one you got to look at for Arkansas. I like so three. That, I'll the, go with it. We, we, yeah, call, we call them consensus three and, and LSU the uh, unanimous one, at least for the time being. Yeah, they're one in every poll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice to too. Also, I, I keep seeing these numbers, and I see LSU Arkansas one and three. I was like, man, this gives me kind of the weird vibes of that 2011 game down there in Baton Rouge in football when our LSU was number one and Arkansas was number three in the final regular season game. Hopefully, uh, this one goes a little bit better for Arkansas, at least this series in baseball uh, for that too. But yeah, what a what a big time series win that would be uh, to really set yourself because they've already been going on a great win streak, winning a ton of games and. Uh, obviously, sweeping Auburn last week was great, but if you can go down to yeah. Baton Rouge and beat the number one team in the country, I know it's still early, and we know in baseball everything can change on a dime, but certainly hard not to get start getting excited and say, all right, this team's not only legit College World Series team, but a legit national championship contender if you're able to pull something like that off. I don't think there's any doubt. Um, you guys going to pick the games later? Yeah. Absolutely. I don't I don't understand the line in the Creighton game. I really don't. I mean, I have a lot of respect for Creighton. And Princeton is obviously a 15 seed, but having watched them a little bit in both their games, I mean, I think they're legit good. I don't I don't understand the 10-point line. Hmm. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah, when you get to this level, either. it's everybody. Everybody's good, and you never know what to expect. Like, we wouldn't have expected to see that game that we saw with Arkansas and UConn. No. Did not. That was really unexpected. I was I, I was surprised, but I wasn't shocked. I mean, we we talked about it. We thought, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. I mean, I, I wasn't shocked that it got out of hand. I mean, I thought there was a possibility of that. I certainly didn't expect UConn to shoot, you know, sixty percent or whatever they end up fifty five percent or whatever. Um, but I, it didn't blow my mind. There would have been there were a lot of things that could have happened yesterday would have been more surprising to me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know the prince, and it's easy to doubt him as a fifteen seed. People get hung up on that, but. And maybe the metrics, uh, you know, 
lead people to believe that Creighton will kill them. But you know, we haven't seen the shooting be great in this in this uh, tournament. The only way I think Creighton gets over on them is if they shoot a really high percentage from three. And we'll see. Maybe they will. But uh, if I was going to ride somebody, I'd take I'd take Princeton plus the points. Creighton beat UConn. Keep that in mind. But you know, they're uh, conference is you, rivals. Is UConn good? They're pretty good. Pretty good. But they they played twice and they split. So both those teams, they're that good. Yeah, I honestly think that San Diego State is going to give Alabama a game today. Uh, I know that Arkansas, of course, faced them earlier this year, just like they did Creighton in the Maui Invitational. But Alabama, not to say that they haven't been great because they have been, and they, and they have been great all year, and they've obviously won the games in the NCAA tournament to get them to this point. But uh, it just, I don't know, I think that San Diego State game gives me a little bit of a vibe that if even if Bama still wins, I think it's still going to be a really close game, and I'm seeing that seven-and-a-half-point spread. I May put some on San Diego State and getting them ready and uh, seeing how that comes out. So. I picked I picked Alabama as my lock of the week this week, John. I, I like Alabama potentially yeah. to pound them, and it's easy. You know, I kind of thought the karma would catch up to him, and I keep waiting on him. Maybe this will be the night. He might be onto something. I think we're we're set for a handful of good games again. I mean, we got really lucky yesterday. Three out of four were great, fantastic. I don't have a good feel for the Xavier Texas game because I haven't seen much of Xavier, but I do know they're really good and seeing what they've done this year. But, man, Texas is playing fantastic right now. So much as I hate to yeah. admit it. Yeah, I know. And Xavier's a good team, too. And, I mean, y'all laugh, but seriously, it's like you can bet on San Diego State. And, I mean, if they could win, it's because that's the way that the NCAA tournament is. And we've yeah. seen teams that have looked really dominant that have lost games just you know due to teams whether it's matchups or whether the other team gets hot and that's what makes the tournament so fun is you just never really know because uh, i don't know how many people had kansas state going to the elite eight they're a good team but considering mm-hmm. where they're at or even tennessee yesterday i didn't think they'd lose to florida atlantic i, oh. I thought that hey the defense is going to stifle them but man get yeah. it up to florida atlantic taking care of business yeah the way that started out it looked like tennessee was going to run away with it i was very impressed early on and i was shocked the way that things played out i i was not surprised by kansas state john to be honest with you. i had him going deep in the tournament I don't know if I have him in my Final Four or not. I don't think I do. I think I had him to this to the Elite Eight level, though. Uh, that game, by the way, Kansas State and Florida Atlantic is tomorrow 5:09 on TBS. And Kansas State's only a two-point favorite. Gonzaga's a two-point underdog to UConn. Right, Kansas and, State. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. But in the following game, I mean, both those on paper look to be really good games tomorrow, too. I mean, talk about parity, rooting for parity, hoping for parity. You know, and maybe Houston and, and Alabama will end up in the final, and it'll be pretty chalky, but... I would bet against it at who, this point. Who do you have in your championship game? I had Gonzaga winning the whole thing over Alabama, maybe, I think. Still possible. I just thought this was a year maybe Gonzaga comes off the you know from under the radar a little bit, didn't have a dominant year, but they came on strong at the end the way they handled you know St. Mary's in the conference tournament. And I thought, well, maybe this is a year where they're not a number one or two, and maybe they do kind of sneak through, and so far so good. I have them in the final four with Texas and Alabama, so yeah. three, three of the four are remaining. And uh, Alabama, Texas in the championship game with Alabama winning. So yeah, that's how it works out. Yeah, the only ones I have still, I think, I, of course, I have, I have Bama in the Final Four, and then I also uh, have. I'm trying to look at it again. And I mean, I'm actually running out of them here. I guess Houston is the only one other one too, which is not exactly like going out on a limb because those were the two best teams yeah. uh, in college basketball. But how about this one? So this has been a kitschy pick, Coach uh, Kelly. I forgot to ask Sully when he was on because we ran out of time, but Coach Kelly said he tried to give Sully a pick on Kansas State because Sully said he was losing to the casino. He's on Miami, and so is West. They're both on Miami pretty hard to win the game outright tonight. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, to me, Houston righted the ship after their first game. They stumbled a little bit, and Sasser comes back and plays so well in the second game. I don't have any doubts about Houston, and I love the story with O'Meara, the former Arkansas State Red Wolf, but I don't, I don't see it. Miami may be a little under-seeded, though. Maybe. I mean, five five seed is, is good, but they could have been higher. Yeah, it's a lot of the teams at this point in time. People keep bringing it up. Say, hey, well, they, are they under-seeded? Are they over-seeded? Whatever it is. Hey, these are the teams left, and uh, you never know what to expect uh, for some of these matchups and some of these games. That's what makes it so much fun. But uh, we're up against it. We're going to take a break, come back, get you some more out-of-bounds. We're live from Twin Peaks there in Little Rock. We'll keep it moving on Easy Friday Show. Stay with us. No one likes to see blue lights in their rearview mirror, but pulling over promptly and safely is the only smart option. Did you know that if you don't pull over for law enforcement, you could be charged with a Class B felony? That means up to 20 years in prison, $15,000 in fines, and the loss of your driver's license and vehicle. 
More importantly, fleeing from police puts innocent people at risk of being seriously injured or even killed. So, the next time you see blue lights in your rear view, be smart. Pull over. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner Dirty Larry with the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. 7 Guatney 3, we have a backup at the Gregory Street exit. 10-4, this is Trooper Shipley. We're on the scene. Well, it looks like that lady broke down trying to get to Guatney's sale. Did someone say sale? Zero percent interest on the 2022 Silverado is back. And Guatney Chevrolet has them in stock. Plus, no payments for three months. 2.9% APR available on Equinox. And remember, all pre-owned vehicles are good enough for mom. Here's my license, Dirty Larry. Now, I know what you're thinking. Do I feel lucky? I sure do. I'm trying for a new Silverado at zero percent. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> this is Pat Bradley from Motorsports Authority with two big locations in Russellville and Hot Springs. They're stacking them deep and selling them cheap. Come shop a huge selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. These vehicles are local one-owner trades with low miles. Safe and fun. We got something for the whole family. Plus, at MSA, we let you do it your way. You can lift it, tint it, wrench it, or wheel it. Customize your vehicle your way. Come see us today. Motorsports Authority in Russellville, across from Walmart, or Central Ave in Hot Springs, or shop us online at msastore.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. A printed menu found from the Titanic included chicken a la Maryland. As a connoisseur of chicken, I was curious about this. It is described as a type of southern fried chicken with white cream gravy. Hey, I'm in. And you could say at least those poor folks had a good last meal. Now quit hogging that door, Kate Winslet. That menu inspires me today to head over to Doublebee's, where most locations have Chester's Chicken. Hot, crispy, meaty, and delicious. It will knock back those hunger pangs, my friend. Chicken a la Maryland is good. Chicken a la Arkansas is even better. And it is waiting for you at Doublebee's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway. Conway and Cabot. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin, live from the NCAA tournament. Clock down to six. He's dancing. Smith is there. Accelerates. Oh. No! Rebound, no That's it! On 1037 The Buzz. Coverage of the 2023 NCAA Tournament Live from Las Vegas is brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and Saracen Casino Resort. Saracen Casino and the Bet Saracen Sports Wagering app. Come with me now. Come with me now. It is out of bounds here on an easy Friday show. Got the guys over there with Justin Acre and Joe Franklin at Twin Peaks in Little Rock. And, man, oh, man, guys, I'm sure you saw it, too. Arkansas-LSU baseball is in extra innings. Arkansas had runners at first and second, one out. And they decided to have Reese Robinette pinch hit for Bolton. And what does he do? Oh, a simple crushed dinger out to left center field. Arkansas is up 4-1 with one out. So what a play. What a move getting him in there. The freshman big country 
out there hitting an absolute piss missile for Arkansas to have a 4-1 lead. <clears throat> yeah, Josenberger just got another hit, too, so the Keeping inning continues. Let's go. Let's get a little extra insurance. What do you say? Love for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, this is uh, this is the type of thing that, uh, man, you could really... Not saying you take the soul of LSU, but you think about just the frustration it's got to have where they had a great pitching performance and they're at home and they're the number one team. And for you to, to go out there and uh, have a crusher there and take it out to extra innings and, of course, the doubleheader tomorrow, we'll see how all that plays out and everything. But, man, that's that's a huge one. That's that's a big-time play by a freshman player there on the road. So uh, let's see if uh, keep, keep that going and leave no doubt. Wow, they Don't just keep moving LSU around the bases. Yeah, they're rolling right now. Just got a double. Yeah. Okay, stealing the ball. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Snowball. Your guy is rolling. Our guy. You know, and John, we talked to. Uh, yeah, that was a nice rip. Found the found the hole. They're hitting in all the right spots right now, man. Just got. Oh, it was a misplay by the second baseman. That's what happened there. He's looking around for it, and they end up getting a double. That was incredible. He he stretched that to the second base. That was really good heads up base running by Stovall. Got it off the second baseman's glove. They were looking around for it, tried to throw to third, and then he sneaks over and steals second. So they end up with. Second and third with two outs, or one of one out, rather, excuse me. He, know, he knows the area well on the offensive end, defensive end. And no doubt. Well, the thing is, too, you know, we talked to Hagen Smith this week, you guys, about uh, pitching back-to-back days, and he said he's comfortable doing it. Now, we'll see if he comes back out here for the bottom of the 10th. I would guess if he does that he probably won't pitch tomorrow because he's coming up on, I think this is like four, his fourth inning maybe. So, um, anyway. We'll, we'll see what they decide to do. But if you got your full allotment of pitchers outside of those two, you ought to be fine. It looks like they may make another pitching change here, too. But they're in big trouble. They are melting, John, in Baton Rouge. I love it. Let's go. I know. It's so sad to see it. It's, a, it's a, such a great group of a number one team people down there at LSU. It's so so terrible. But, no, it, it's it's awesome to see this. It, it's awesome to see it. Hopefully they keep it going. And I think it's Will McIntyre, of course, going tomorrow uh, there in the second game. But that's another thing that's mm-hmm. got to be – Really unique for like Dave and Horn, just any coaches. I know they're used to it, but you think about it, it's like you get into a routine. All right, Friday night, Saturday night or afternoon, then Sunday afternoon. And it's like, no, okay, now I get to the number one team. It's like, no, not only are you playing on Friday at noon on the road, but then the next day you have a doubleheader you're trying to squeeze in too. It's about, you know, they're called managers for a reason. you got to manage that. And that's the thing that's going to be interesting to see what Dave Van Horn does as far as the, the pitching and everything tomorrow uh, because of the, the quick turnarounds and the doubleheaders, how he's going to do it. But I'm sure he'll do uh, just fine having that game one off their back and feel a little less pressure being able to say, hey, guys, we've got two cracks at this today to try to take this series against number one team. So what do you guys think the right move is here? Leave Hagen in because you got some cushion? Or take him out so he will be available tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know if they would use him anyway. I mean, he's already at four innings. I don't know. I, yeah. I have to look at his pitch count, Joe. That's, that would be the question. But I would think in the second part of the doubleheader, he'd give you an inning at least. Yeah. You know, oh, he only yeah. pitched, I think, John, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe in the Sunday game last week, maybe two thirds of an inning. He didn't pitch much last last mm-hmm. week in helping him out, close things out. But no, we'll not see. at all. Not at all. By the way, he's got 54 pitches in this game, so I, yeah. I would be hard pressed. Yeah, to he's getting tomorrow. up there. Leave, leave him in and, and let him close it out. Yeah, finish up today. They don't usually I mean, mess around uh, when they've got a game on the, you know, got a fish on the hook. You might as well get it in the boat, baby. Yeah, they exactly. call uh, game one. I'm still getting to know these guys a little bit, John. Rob Nett, they call him Big Country, apparently. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It, they, the Big Country freshman is his name. So it's, you know, I'm sure that there's something he's going to have to say about that. I would hope, and certainly, he would be a guy that talks with the media today after the game, assuming that Arkansas holds on to win. But uh, I, w- I would think that would be kind of cool to hopefully somebody down there ask or kind of talks about his nickname and, and talks about that moment because anytime that you go on the road, it's always big to hit a, a big homer like that. But you're talking about a true freshman and a guy that he's played a little bit this year, guys, but it's not like he's been one of the big guys in the lineup or has been constantly yeah. into the mix. So what? that's another thing that just makes it so incredible for him to just walk in. Hey, pinch hit, game's on the line, 1-1, one, one, one out, and two guys on. And then you go out there and just crush a three-run homer as a freshman. That's got to be. It's got to be as I don't want to use Kamani Johnson's phrase, to, you know, not get in trouble. But it is one of those types of things where you're dropping something. He is. Uh, he is from Kennett, Missouri, home of a famous rock singer. Female. Anyone? Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Freaky there we Joe. Go. There we from go. From the top rope. I love it. Impressive. Good get, Joe. I've seen Cheryl a couple like times. I feel like we were just playing birthday trivia and everything right there, too. Just, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the setup of how it all was going down, like reading well, out the details and then, boom, getting the right answer. You know, Joe and I have not worked together in the same show in a while, but we still have that great rapport. Joe can read my mind. 
Doesn't take much. There's not much up there. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm loving the Robinettes from Kinnett and all of that. So apparently it's all rhyming and coming together. So I'm, uh, I'm all for still that working too. it. Yeah, they just drew a walk. I mean, this is getting out of hand. Bases loaded walk right there after they made a pitching change. Fantastic. Let's go. Get a hit here and, and let's call it a night. What they say in uh, uh, Remember the Titans? Leave no doubt. <laughs> let's go. I love it. John, what's on the agenda tonight? Well, uh, we're going to go to Circa later on this afternoon. Okay. Uh, it is uh, got a bunch of Hog fans there and you know, a lot of people watching the games and everything from there as well. Is, so we're going to check that out. I'm trying to bounce is, around to every single like different area or trying to as many casinos or resorts and everything yeah. that I, I can take in. And that's going to be the next one on the list. Well, listen, this is a Steve Sullivan dream because that's the best town in the world to get steps in. The other thing is, now Circa's the one, is that the newer one, John, that... Uh, it has got the outdoor big sports book uh, b- video board at the pool and all that? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it okay, is. Okay, that'll be wild. I want to hear how that is. Get some good pictures. Arkansas just got a sacrifice fly for the second out, so now they lead 5-1 over LSU. Love it. By the way, both games yeah. will be on the buzz tomorrow. We got it on buzz two today because it was a late noon start, and we were on pace for about a two-hour and 15-minute game before Arkansas opened up the floodgates here. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's the thing is with uh, a game like this, too. And we know, of course, Phil and Bubba and uh, the great job that they do uh, as well. But I can't wait to hear the calls that they're going to have, especially on Phil Elson's call on that uh, three-run homer. Uh, I can't wait to hear from that. I assume he is doing the game, right? I know the women's basketball team's going, but is he, is he doing that game or does he have some... Phil's at the WNIT. Yeah, yeah. Phil oh, will be with man. the women's that's team. That's, that's a bad one to miss. That's unfortunate. Yeah. 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 And He's I don't know where Arkansas... Then. I don't know who it is, but I I don't know where Phil is if they win today. The women I'm talking about tonight. I don't know where when they play again. Arkansas just got plunked to load the bases again. Um, but I would think that he would head. Maybe he won't. Maybe he won't even go down. Maybe I would think probably usually if he doesn't start. No, he'll, he doesn't he'll stay with road. the women's team. Yeah, even though they won't play again before this series is over, but we'll see. Mm, yeah, I mean I know that uh, Phil's going to go wherever he's, he has to go, but. Man, I just I would hate to have it have it that had that way where you just have big plays against the number one team in the country on the road and you don't get to be the one to call it. But hey, he he'll be on the call then when they win the College World Series this year. He'll he'll be on the call then. I'm sure he'll like that and enjoy that a lot more. But we are up against it. It's been a fast moving show. Is that a bounds live from Twin Peaks there in Little Rock? And gonna be out there till four o'clock this afternoon. Going out there, say what's up to Joe and Justin. And we'll keep it moving in the third hours. We got Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio, a UConn grad. We won't hold it against him, but talk to him about what he saw from the game and also the NCAA tournament in general moving forward. And we'll have your Razor Hog updates and three and out. It's going to be a fun third hour, not only of the show, uh, final one of the show, but also of the week. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds. The days of no inventory and no discount is over. Because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this? I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So for the largest inventory in the state, and the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at Red River Ram.